to episode 93 of the Culture Bucket podcast. Um, that didn't... Last week, if you remember, the intro rhymed. because welcome to episode 92. Yeah. Not the same this week, people, I'm afraid. Uh, different week, totally different week, totally different point in time. And uh, no rhyming. Welcome. Well, I... Okay. I welcome thee. Oh, I, I was going to say it. Hello, everyone. <laughs> And I would like to welcome thee to episode 93 of the Culture Bucket podcast, where two great mates... <laughs> we used to be mate, best friends. Best friends, great mates. It's been a week, though, since we last discussed things, so... I guess so. I feel like the spark's gone. <laughs> um, discuss all things pop culture, etc., etc., etc. Last week was a Culture Bucket episode. Every episode's a Culture Bucket <laughs> episode, you fool. You're finished in this town. Um, this week, <laughs> last week was a culture catch-up episode. This week is a special. So yeah. we're continuing with our journey through the culture book of our lives. We're going to be talking to you about our favourite things, films, books, not books, shut up, albums, video games, every single year from 1996 through to 2005. It's going to be a great discussion. Uh, we're glad you're here with us for it. And um, Okay, I'm George. You're Alex. Hi, George. Hi, everyone. Hi, <clears throat> hosts of the podcast. If this is your first time joining us, it shouldn't be because this is part two of an ongoing series. Please, could you go back to part one? Do it properly. Thank you. Um, but if you have listened to part one, What's we welcome you with open today, arms. Uh, I just feel different from last week. I feel like it's not the same. Um, so let's get into it. Love you very much. Rate and review us on all the podcast uh, feeds, uh, Apple Podcasts, etc. Um, Google, Google something, Spotify, and uh, if you'd like to support us, you can buy us a coffee. Um, and the link for that is in the link tree, along with all of our social media channels, Letterboxd, etc. Um, so please go and check that out in the show notes to this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much. Let's get on with the show. All right, Culture Bucket of Our Lives. Yeah, we are in 1996. Yes, the year is 1996. John Major is Prime Minister of the UK. Ugh. <laughs> Things are going well. Oh my goodness, why did you have to say that? Well, you know, it's only going to get probably worse, depending on your perspective, <laughs> next year. Yeah. Anyway... Um, so just, I know I said I wouldn't explain it, but just very briefly, Alex and I are talking about our favourite pop culture from each year that we have been alive last year, last time we started in 1985, mm-hmm. and we worked our way up to 1995, and we're starting today on 1996, and we're going to go through to 2005. Yes. Yes. Uh, and films. Uh, do you want to start? Yeah. Yeah, go on. 1996 was a great year for film. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to pop 
pop on 1996 again because I lost it. Yeah, great year for films like Scream, uh, Space Jam, uh, Brassed Off, uh, Romeo and Juliet, Buzz Lerman's The Romeo and Juliet, great. Uh, Primal Fear, like a great film with, um, G, uh, what's his name? Richard Gere and Ed Norton. You watched it as well, haven't you? Primal Fear, yeah, I love Primal yeah. Fear. Uh, Train Spotting, From Dusk Till Do- Dawn, Mission Impossible, uh, Fargo, uh, Stealing Beauty, which you absolutely hated. <laughs> I didn't absolutely <laughs> it hate film. it. was a weird film. It is a weird uh, film. You agree it's uh, a weird film. It is a weird film. And uh, But I think my favourite film from 1996 is The First Wife's Club. Oh, really? Yes, I love yeah, that film. Enough. It's never been some. I just love it. A uh, really good film with Gordie Horn, Bette Midler, and Diane Keaton. I just love that film. I just thought about what film I would watch again and again, and I think that would be it. Fair play. Yeah. Uh, a solid choice. Did you mention so other movies that year? Train Spotting. Did you mention Train Spotting? Yes, I think so. But you can okay. mention it again because that's a great film. It is a great film. Uh. Mars Attacks came out that year. Yes. Which is one of Tim Burton's better films, I think. I like yeah. Mars Attacks. It's not, mm. it's, not a, it's not a perfect movie, but I've got a soft spot for how weird it is. Uh, Fargo, that you mentioned. Crash came out in 1996. Not the oh. Paul Haggis one. Not the one that won the Oscar. But mm. the, there's a, a Brandon Cronenberg movie called ah. Crash. I don't think I've seen it. No, you won't have seen it. It stars James Woods, and it's about a group of people that get sexually excited by car crashes. What? <laughs> just so weird. <laughs> I two. didn't make it. Yeah, they are weird. Um, crash is a good movie, though. Also, I think it's still illegal to show it within the city of Westminster. It caused a big, a big uh, load of drama when it came out. People getting all okay. morally, morally disturbed by it. Um, based on another by J.G. Ballard, who wrote High Rise as well, which is a Ben Wheatley movie. Oh, yeah. He adapted it. Um, yeah, Crash is great. But I went with one I think you've already mentioned. My personal favourite movie of 1996 is Scream. Scream. Scream is a movie that I love every single goddamn day that passes. I love Scream a little bit more. The first time I watched it, I was like, it's all right. And I just it just goes up in my estimation constantly when I think about how yeah. good it is. Um, Weirdly, I watched it for the first time in school. Yeah, I think, you've told I think me there, that was like a, there was like there was like a I don't know some some kind of strike and we had to go to school anyway and just we watched Scream. I think it was in it's middle such school. A, such a violent film. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Um, but it's very good and it spawned a pretty solid like Scream Two is pretty great. Mm. Scream Three is a real unfortunate like. Problem with Scream Three is that um the Columbine High School massacre in America happened uh, just before they made it and it was decided by the studio that the that therefore they weren't allowed to make a movie about teenagers getting killed etc cetera, etc cetera. so the the movie is really bloodless and all the characters like adult characters on the set of it mm. it's a very poor film unfortunately but then they came back with Scream Four which is great and then last year Scream Five which is a real awesome legacy sequel and then literally within less than a month i think scream six is coming out and um that one's set in new york have you seen the sequel for scream six the trailer for scream six i've only watched no i was no oh can we do a little a little cheeky my tube now in the middle of this please 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 (laughs) if you want please 
because yeah. it's good god the trailer for scream 6 because i've only seen scream 1 i've not seen any other screams you should watch all the screams other than 3 but scream 6 is um do you remember years ago that you probably don't but like there's a movie called friday the 13th part 8 jason takes manhattan no no anyway everyone got okay. excited because jason was going to take manhattan but then ultimately because of budget constraints and other things, that movie takes place, about 80% of the movie takes place on a boat. Mm. And then like there's like 10 minutes at the end where Jason is in Manhattan and, and takes it. This movie is, 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 is Ghostface Takes Manhattan and it looks like okay. it really is, um, is Scream in New York. So, so see what you think. Okay. So we've moved. Is this Jen Ortega? Jenna Ortega, who was in Scream 5 and is in this one as well. Yeah. Oh! He's just out there in a, in a bodega. Yeah. Getting shot and stabbing people. <gasps> wow. Oh. Oh my goodness. He's using a gun. Shotteth. Big shotgun. Yeah. And why is he going uh, after Jenna Ortega, do we know? Well, they, Jenna Ortega and her sister were both uh, terrorised by Ghostface in the previous movie, so okay, they're sort of connected to it. <gasps> Oof, we just but, saw her through the crack <laughs> of the shelves. But the way these movies work is every in every movie it's a different person who is doing the Ghostface. Yeah. They always have to try and work out who it is, is the thing. Okay, so the last Ghostface died, yeah? Yeah. Hayden yeah. Pantier, Courtney oh, Cox. Oh, Courtney Cox is back. Yeah. Wow. Has she been in all six this isn't like any other films? Mm, I think she has, actually, yeah. What is this place? A shrine. Oh, a shrine to Ghostface. So somebody really in. likes Ghostface. Apparently so. Mm. Hello. Let's play oh. a game. You know you're like the tenth guy to try this, right? It never works out for the dipshit in the mask. Ooh, it does Ooh. work out for the dipshit in the mask because he's behind you. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Is she gone? Oh. Oh, oh. I mean, she's face down worse than the other movies. That's why I'm going to shoot you in the head. So she shot fired the door five times, but there was no hole made. Oh no, there is. <gasps> Do you think Courtney Cox is going to die, this one? Oh, who knows? People always die. So ah. let's finish this. This seems a bit more difficult to do in uh, in New York rather than in a suburban area. Yeah. Oh. And there's lots of ghost faces on the tube. Or whatever they call it. The underground. <gasps> oh! Boo! <laughs> 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 okay. Anyway, sorry. So my favourite movie of 1996 is Scream, and Fantastic. Scream 6 looks set to be great as well. It's, it's The cinema and me are doing a double bill of Scream 5 and Scream 6 on uh, the day before Scream 6 officially comes oh. out, and I've already booked my ticket. Oh, oh yeah. So wait yeah. for the review of that. Music from 1996. What, Music. What did you uh, um, I, uh, so there's a few albums that came out that I really like. There's uh, Richard... D. James' album by Aphex Twin. He's called Ooh. his third album after his own name. Great album. Uh, I can't really listen to Aphex Twin's albums because he's kind of more like a... I don't know. 
playlist. I'd, I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather see him live and play a set. Uh, mm. However, this album was really good. Um, Spice Girls uh, came out with Spice. Uh, Weezer came out with Pinkerton. And the only reason I listened to this album because you said it was one of your favorite albums. And I think it's a great album. But my uh, number one album of 1996 is uh, The Score by Fugees. Ah, you've talked before about how much you like that album. I love that album. And you bought it and then somebody made you not listen to it because they were morally uh, yeah. concerned about it. Yeah, yeah they yeah, took yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my, my album away. They couldn't accept the real hip-hop. <laughs> yeah, and then they replaced it with a, uh, I say it was fantastic album, Roberta Flack. Uh, they did a cover Tom in my face with his fingers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so they sent the... Um, Killing me softly. So, Killing me softly, yeah. So they did it. Uh, I bought the album because I like Killing me softly and then they replaced it with a Roberta Flack album with Killing me softly in it. That is... Great replacement, but not the mm. Fugees. No, because it's, it's more likely to make you dislike the album they replaced it with. A stupid, stupid way to yeah. deal with big children. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's a strong choice. A few other albums you didn't mention that I like that year. Uh, Reggie's Machine's second album, Evil Empire, came out that year. Yeah. Very album. good album. Mm. Got Bulls on Parade on there. Uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds came out with one of my favourite of their albums, Murder Ballads. Uh, all the songs are about murder and mayhem and things, and it's a pretty, it's great. It's also got the iconic uh, Nick Cave and Kylie, um, Where the Wild Roses Oh, grow. I love, so, yeah, I love that song. Yeah, be the wild, wild but the the album's got loads of I think PJ Harvey's on one of the songs on the like mm. the album's got a bunch of collaborators. It's it's a really cool album. I'd recommend people listen to it. Uh, the Manic Street Preachers returned after the tragedy of losing uh, Richie Edwards with uh, Efren Must Go with Nicky Wire taking over lyric duties, and um, they proved that they were a force to be reckoned with because that ended up being like the thing that made them huge. Mm. Uh, Super Fair Animals debut for Fuzzy Logic was released that year. Beck with his big thing that kind of shot him into the mainstream. Odelay. Uh, Tool put out Anima, one of their best albums, and G- DJ Shadow um, put out. I think like the it's it's known as the first album constructed entirely from samples, and uh, mm. en- introducing, which is a, a good album. But you've already mentioned it. My favorite of that year is Pinkerton by Yeah Weezer. Would be uh unfair to pick anything else. I think so. Yeah, Weezer by Pinkerton. Uh, regarding uh, video games that year, very briefly, um, Super Mario 64, which is an iconic game, created the 3D platformer. The original Resident Evil also came out in 1986, but I've gone for the game that dominated my childhood for a good couple of years, Pokemon Blue. <laughs> Pokemon Blue. I had Pokemon Blue. I had a file with all 151 Pokemon, including Mew, and it was the greatest achievement of my life. And uh, and then somebody deleted it, and it, it now I don't bother to try and do good things because I know that people will just <laughs> take them away from me. So what's the point in trying? Um, oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, Pokemon bloody blue, and then for Christmas I got Pokemon Red and Link Cable, so I could do the because there were some Pokemon you could only get in Pokemon Red. Some of you could only get in blue, so I got the other copy of the other colour so I could do the trading to get all the Pokemon. And then I did couldn't find my copy of Pokemon Blue and I spent all of Christmas Day sad because I had red and now I didn't have blue anymore. And then I found blue down the side of the couch and um it's good right. Nineteen ninety seven. Nineteen ninety seven, another great year for films. All years are good years for films. Uh things like The Full Monty came out. I love that film. Good film. Uh George of the Jungle with now... <laughs> what? How could you not love that film? Because I, was, because I was bullied. 
is why. Oh, I'm sorry. It's fine. Well, Go on. Uh, two great, uh, two great films by um, Nick Cage, Face Off, and Con Air in the same year. How does anybody How? produce that? Ha, it's amazing. Uh, Men in Black, which was pretty awesome at the time. Uh, yeah, the yeah. Disney animation film Hercules, Jackie Brown, great film. Uh, but I went with um, the Studio Ghibli Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Amazing film. It's the best film. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's very, so very good. good. I need to watch it again, actually. I've only seen it once. Yeah, it's very long, it. but once you get the, in, into the groove of it and kind of realise the beauty of it and you have the time to just watch it, it's mm, just mm, amazing. Mm, it's so good. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, some things you didn't mention. Uh, David Fincher, one of his lesser projects, but still very enjoyable, released The Game in 1997 oh. with Michael Douglas. Mm-hmm. Um, space-bound horror film where Sam Neill announces that where we're going we don't need eyes which is a great line uh Event Horizon came out in 1997 mm-hmm. uh The Fifth Element did you mention that No I haven't why did I not mention that That is I've got that down here as a 1997 movie let me double check Cuz yes definitely Yep it that. is yep Oh 100% that I love that <laughs> film it's one of my faves It's so good And then yeah. uh, David Lynch released um Bizarre Weird Nine Inch Nails, Marilyn Manson vibed madness film, uh, Lost Highway. Uh, which, if you've never seen a David Lynch movie, don't start with Lost Highway because it will upset you. But it's bloody awesome. But I've gone with a film, a recent film, um, directed by a Japanese director, uh, a Japanese director whose name is Kiyoshi Kurosawa. And the movie oh. is Cure, or Cure in uh, Japanese. Uh, a serial killer movie about a man um, who can sort of tell people what to do when they do it and they don't know why they're doing it and then nobody can work out what's going on with these murders because they all seem so different yet so similar. And the mm-hmm. director that's investigating them is kind of driven a little bit mad by it all. And um, it's a really incredible film. Like when people were making films like Seven and stuff like that, Cure is in that in that vein from a similar time, but you know, because it was a bit, it was it wasn't really until Ringu came out a couple of years later that Japanese cinema started being much more heavily imported to the West. Mm. So Cure often gets um, forgotten about a little bit. I think it's an I think it's a masterpiece, and um, everyone should watch it. Cure's so good. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about music in nineteen ninety seven? Music in nineteen seven. Uh, so I've got uh, Foo Fighters, The Color and Shape. Mm-hmm. And do you know what uh, I noticed for the first time now mm. when I was getting this list ready? They've spelt colour officially on that album in the way that English people do, not in the way mm. that they would as Americans, and I don't know why that is. Why do you think that oh. is? Why is that, Alex? Why have they spelt colour correctly but not correctly for them? It's odd, isn't it? Weird. Because mm. it makes sense to put a U there. Well, you, well I agree. <laughs> but they norm, ordinarily they spell it without a U. Yeah. Yeah. Weird because so, I, I wrote it down. Yeah, because usually like cop like when I yeah weird. I don't know. Sorry, carry on. Uh, Blur came out with the Blur, great album with song two. Woohoo! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very good album. Uh, Sigur Ross Von, fantastic album. Uh, 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 Daft Punk Homework, 
Radiohead, OK Computer, which is a great album. But I think I still have to go for my lovely Bjork, Homogenic. Nice choice. Yes. <laughs> it just seems all like Bjork, Bjork. It's all Bjork, few, isn't it? I just love her. I think she's amazing. She's coming to Bologna to play. Uh, oh, she's is got she? got a gig in Bologna. Yeah, and my dream is to go and see her, but I know I can't do crowds, so I'll just have to live it through my friends while I go watch oh. hmm. That's a pity. Yeah. If she's not coming to Manchester, I'd love to see that tour. Mm, amazing. Uh, yeah. Um... You haven't. I don't have any. You haven't mentioned, but I went with OK Computer by my wonderful Radiohead. It was. It was. A, it was a, a between OK Computer and Homogenic. But yeah. I do. every year yeah. that Radiohead released an album, it's a bit like, oh, should I? But this is the one I went with. Put up and down is my choice. Yeah, it's a phenomenal piece of work. Yes. Yes. Uh, video game wise for that year, the notable releases are Final Fantasy VII, which is iconic. But I've gone with the uh, Nintendo sixty four Party Time multiplayer classic. GoldenEye 007. Nice. Um, yeah, a, a, an icon of gaming. And recently released to the Nintendo Switch and the Xbox. So if you wow. haven't never played GoldenEye, you probably won't like it because it's it, 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 today it's very dated. But um, if you have played it before, go and play it again because nostalgically it's amazing. Yeah. 1998 then. 1998. Uh, this was a hard year to choose my number one. Films like Pleasantville, which was amazing with Tobey Maguire. Uh, mm. I don't know if you've seen it. I amazing haven't film. seen it, but I remember. It was it. such a w- incredible way to like do a film. It was completely different. You know, it's black and white, and I, I, I amazing. Uh, Lock, stock, uh, Lock, stock, and two barrels of whatever. What's it called? Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Yeah. <laughs> Lock, suck, and two smoking barrels. Because you know it Guy... refers to the barrels on a shotgun, not barrels of like. Yeah. Beer. I guess Lock, so. stock, and two barrels of two beer. Two beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when Guy Ritchie was doing really good things. Uh, well, it was probably. Still he almost. I almost did in, in my tube today. I almost did his new movie, but it's like a. His new movie is called the the. Um, I can't remember what it's called the car the cut the car, the car. The Covenant? I don't know. Coming what it's called, but it stars Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Um, but it's about, he plays like a soldier in Afghanistan who he's with an interpreter and they get attacked and the interpreter risks his life to drag Jake Gyllenhaal back to American controlled mm. area. And then when Jake Gyllenhaal wakes up in a hospital back in America, he finds out that the interpreter wasn't protected in the same way and he goes back to Afghanistan to try and save the interpreter and it kind of sounds like a big macho army man movie mm. that I don't want to watch but I, it's a pity because I like Jake Gyllenhaal and want to like Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie also I... last year he made a movie called um, Operation Something Rue de Guerre and it stars like Jason Statham and Aubrey Plaza and Josh mm. Hartnett I think mm. um, and it looks like a fun weird action comedy thing but the villains are Ukrainian terrorists and the release has been delayed over and over again as a result because of the um the the war, etc. Um because you know, the fear of, of, of being offensive. Which is uh well, could, could it not be like it would be any terrorist, no? What it's just it's just crazy. It's like why can it not be Ukrainian because there's a war? Well it's not gonna stop it's not gonna start more war. It's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a pity because I well, like because Irish. Well, because if, if, if it's a Middle Eastern, uh, if it's a Middle Eastern terrorist, then that's definitely fine. That's okay, you know. Yeah, that's always you know. Well, yes. that he literally has gone off to make a film about presumably well people in Afghanistan yeah. being being bad. I don't know. It's bizarre because I'd like to watch Operation Something Rudiger, but but not whatever the new one is with JJ on Hall. Anyway, sorry, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. That was a very good film. Uh, Americanist History X, a really mm. silly film, but I loved when, and it's just, you know. I thought you were calling silly. American History X a silly film. Then. No, what? no, 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 no. Uh, the Armageddon. most serious film. Oh, Armageddon. Um, Armageddon. It's pretty silly, but a good fun. A good fun. Truman Show, uh, Fear and Loathing Las Vegas, Wild Things. But my number one film with a little number one next to it. <laughs> Is okay. the Big Lebowski, but in brackets, the Parent Trap. <laughs> the Parent Trap. Do you know what the Parent Trap is? An amazing film. It's so good because I, I love really the Big love Lebowski the and I love the Parent Trap, and like it, they, yeah. So it's just kind of uh, the Big Lebowski and a little bit of a, the Parent Trap because it's such a good film. The bloody Parent Trap. What yeah. Great choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You haven't mentioned did you mention Rushmore Rushmore came out that year what the why why have I not got... Rushmore uh, it's a very good film yes yeah. yeah it's a brilliant film it's a Wes Anderson yeah. movie um, other than that the only one you haven't mentioned so I again the Big Lebowski I was like I kind of should put that because it's the film we always talk about as like one of our favourite yeah. films but yeah. it's been given so much love etc etc that I decided to pick instead again going all the way over to Japan uh, for the second year in a row uh, Hideo Nakata's absolutely perfect film, Ringu. Oh, Ringu. Ringu. Um, oh, my God. Uh, again, similar to X, it's a film I could watch any day of the week. I love mm. Ringu. And it te- it's, the first, it's the first film I ever watched that truly, deeply terrified me to my core. Um, and for that, I say thank you, Hideo Nakata. <laughs> Please do it again. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, the sequels are you know a mixed bag, but the American remake is one of the few American remakes um, of like a Japanese movie or Korean or you know East mm. Asian movie uh, that actually can hold a candle to the original. It's not quite as good, but that Naomi Watts American The Ring mm. is bloody awesome. That's the um, one I watched. Yeah, good film. Mm. S- scary film. Yeah. 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 Sadako, etc. Yeah, so yeah. Sadako. What about um what about over going over to the world of music for nineteen? Music. Um Offspring released oh. Americana, which amazing. Well, for me. I don't know. Uh Corn followed the leader. Massive <laughs> Attack uh released Mezzanine. Uh mm. Lauren Lauren Hill, uh The Miseducation of uh Lauren Hill. Oh, if there Fala. were no skets on that album, it would maybe be my number one. Oh, skets. Skets. Sorry, skits. Ah, skits. Skets. Oh, yeah, skits. you don't You don't like those. Why not? Why they're not? Slow. They're, they're fine. Just, I can't. They just put them as a separate track and then I can remove them from my playlist and make a better version of the album. But I went with uh, the wonderful Moons of Firing by Air. Oh, uh, you do like Air. I do like Air. Do you like Air? Yes. Yeah, fair, fair play. Um, I've never. Is that the one with sexy boy on it? Yeah, I like, yeah, I like sexy boy. 
Sexy, sexy boy. Sexy boy. Yeah, that's the second track. Lovely. I mean, it's got. I love the cover art for that album as well. It's very nice. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a great. Uh, Some albums you didn't actually. I think. I think we've got a totally different list of albums here. I've written down "Yield" by Pearl Jam came out Mm -hmm. this year with uh, songs like "Do the Evolution" and I think "Wish List" is on that album and a few others. Good album. Uh, in the Airplane Over the Sea by Neutral Milk Hotel came out that year. That's a classic of uh, indie music. Really, really good. Beastie Boys put out Hello Nasty that year uh, mm-hmm. with Intergalactic Planetary Planetary. <laughs> um, Eels released Electroshock Blues, uh, probably their masterpiece. Uh, an awesome album. Oasis put out The Master Plan, that B-Sides compilation that's is, well, better than pretty much every other album they've put out other than the first two. Um and refused put out iconic punk album The Shape of Punk to Come featuring this song that you know because oh my god we all love this song now hang on hang the hecker Rooney on Alex you know what I'm talking about don't you no yes you do oh yeah 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 and that whole album's awesome you're today your energy is insane sorry what have you been taking what have you been doing what is happening just sleeping (laughs) but i have gone with a relatively new thing i've discovered and it's become my go-to album uh, and band for when i want to just focus on work or get some work done or something and it just it's perfect it just washes you over in the over in the background it's so so good i've gone with the um iconic i think debut long play from boards of canada iconic scottish electronic music duo music has the right to children okay and if you've never listened to boards of canada alex uh, i think you should check that out max i think you'd enjoy it it's a great, yeah. it's like weird electronic music and it's lo- a lot of it's constructed from old public information movies and things. And it's great. Really, really good album. Boards of Canada Music Has a Right to Children. Iconic album. Um, everyone should listen to it. I got told about it recently by somebody and I, I love it. I've been listening to it a lot. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then video game wise, a couple of big ones came out this year. Banjo-Kazooie. We all love Banjo-Kazooie. From Rare, some of the best music ever in a game. Big collect all the jiggies, get jiggy with it, etc. Really good game. The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. It you know, masterpiece, one of the best games of all time. But I've gone with my favourite game of that year is Metal Gear Solid from Hideo Kojima. Uh that movie that game, sorry, controlled my life um in the late nineties and formed some of the strongest friendships I've ever had. So Nice. Classic game. Uh, now we enter nineteen movies from what movies did you like from that year? Movies. Uh, movies I like from that year. So we have a room for Romeo Brass. Yeah, have you seen it? No. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, it's um, an insane movie. Incredibly filmed, but I think is the first of its kind of category, and I think is the best. American Pie, I think, is started. Uh, no, we're not allowed like to a... like American Pie anymore, Alex. Why? Because of the when they film the girl in the room, it's not okay. It's a, it's a, it's abuse. It's a sex crime. 
that is a problematic scene. But um, it, it is a very uh, problematic scene. The entire <laughs> film is pretty problematic. I'm not trying but... to make you feel guilty. It's a very fun movie, and the soundtrack. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Stifler's mom. Stifler's mom. Jennifer Coolidge is in it. Come on. The bit where he says, "We'll just tell your mum that we ate it," because <laughs> 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 he put him, he put himself in the pie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. He's got such um, big eyebrows, that guy. Yeah, it's amazing. Sorry, go on. Uh, Kikujiro, a film um, uh, directed by Takeshi Kitano from Takeshi's Castle. Uh, Human Traffic, great film. Ghost Dog. Uh, the Virgin Suicide. <laughs> uh, Ten Things I Hate About You, fantastic movie. The Blair Witch Project, which I actually went to see at the cinema when I was 14 years old. Madness. Which, you know where I live. Madness. Uh, but but I think my number one is Fight Club. It's such a good movie. Yeah. It's, it's just good. That's it. It's got a Pixie song at the end. Yeah. Meatloaf's in it. Yeah. Edward Norton's character doesn't actually have a name. That's very clever. No. It's a clever movie. And every and shot it. has got a Starbucks cup in it. Yes. I only found out out recently. Mm. What about you? Well, a lot of those. Did you mention the Matrix? The Matrix is pretty good. Oh film, bollocks! Right? I haven't mentioned the Matrix. Sorry, right, that's why we're both doing it. Yeah. Um, Audition, another Japanese movie that Quentin Tarantino often names one of his favorite films of all time. A very good film, Audition. Really upsetting, but good. Ten things I hate about you. Did you mention that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Office Space, the movie that made me not. Uh, the, that like made me not want to work in an office <laughs> like actually made fundamental changes to my life dis- <laughs> direction great film um the sixth sense never seen it it's a good one by m night Shyamalan. 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 yeah galaxy quest have you seen galaxy quest no oh my god do you know galaxy quest no okay galaxy quest it's a movie it's a, it's about a it's about in the in the world of the movie there is like a imagine that it's called Star Trek right there's a TV show mm. called Star Trek from the 70s or 60s that's iconic and famous but in the world of this movie it's called Galaxy Quest the star lead actor is goes to conventions just like William Shatner does in real life and etc everyone loves him all nerds are always asking him questions about this that and the other and he's always like I don't care I'm just making the movies and then it turns out actually Aliens are real. There's a real alien thing going on in space and the aliens have seen the transmissions that have gone out into space of Galaxy Quest and mistakenly thought that it was a real document of a real set of space people, crewmen, and they come down to Earth and they kidnap all the actors from the TV show and take them up to space and beg them to help uh, fight in an alien war where they have built a perfect recreation of the ship from the show. Okay. Uh, it's extraordinarily <laughs> funny. It's like the best Star Trek movie. That this not a Star Trek movie. The cast. Here's the cast: Tim Allen as the main guy, mm. Sigourney Weaver as the main Ooh. lady, Alan. Oh my God, Alan Rickman. <laughs> yep. Uh, Justin Long is in there. Oh. Uh, lots of other good people. Many Alan, Alan Rickman, Sigourney Weaver, and Tim Allen of one of the few times Tim Allen is like actually genuinely brilliant. If you haven't mm. seen Galaxy Quest, you gotta watch Galaxy Quest. It's genuinely 
an amazing film. It's so good. Alan Rickman is incredible in it. Um, as like a Shakespearean actor who really hates the fact he was in this sci-fi show. And uh, it's, just, it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Um, anyway, the actual film I've picked for my favourite film from that year is one of two movies that I still can't... One of them is The Blair Witch Project. Because, yeah. again, I could watch The Blair Witch Project every day and be happy. It's so good. Mm. The other one is Brendan Fraser in The Mummy. Ah, The Mummy. There's a scene in that movie mm. where he where he throws a chair across a room at a monster and it's the peak of cinema. It's the best thing that's ever been done. The Mummy is The Mummy. My favourite movie from 1999 is The Mummy. I love them. I love The Blair Witch Project, but The Mummy. Come on, The Mummy. And the, the Prince mummy. Charles Cinema in stupid London the other week showed The Mummy in like a special 35mm print of The Mummy and guess who turned up to introduce the film and answer questions? Who? Brendan Fraser. Oh, wow. And I wasn't there. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry as well. I love Brendan Fraser, despite the fact that he made me suffer so much as a child by starring okay. in George of the Jungle. I'm sorry, yeah. but it is a good film. Oh, I can't, I can't be objective about it. Okay. Too many people sang the theme tune. Um, <laughs> it's not funny. I'm sorry, it's not funny. <laughs> it's not. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. It's just I'm just thinking about the song now, and like you know. And I can't. I want to sing it, but I can't. So. No, don't you dare. Uh, music. Music. So music. Nineteen ninety nine was was an interesting year for me because I think I, I was in trans- transitioning from pop to rock. But good, good um, albums. We have uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Californication, Sigur Ross, Ajatis Burian. Thank you. Curtis Thank Burian, you. I think. Yeah, I tried to write the the um the thing, but I couldn't. Um uh Blink 182 Enema of the State came out that year. Great uh, album. Uh, Rage Against the Machine, The Battle of Los Angeles, mm. Britney Spears, Baby One More Time. I had the physical copy of that album. It's so good. Nice. Hit me, baby, one more time. Um, and then Limbiscuit's significant other, but I'm gonna go for uh corn issues. Ah, oh, with the little doll on the cover. Yeah. The weird little voodoo doll. Yeah. Good choice. I like it. I really like that album. Yeah, it's but a good yeah. album. Mm. Good stuff. You've named a lot of the ones I've got down here, but I Prince Bonnie Prince Billy put out I See a Darkness that year, which is a, a Beautiful, um, sad sort of singer-songwriter album. Uh, Slipknot put out their debut, self-titled album, Slipknot, that year, which I love. Mm. Mr. Bungle, the uh, Mike Patton side project from Faith No More, put out their final to the, to date. Well, no, because they actually really... Anyway, their final, as of then, uh, studio album, California, um, which caused a whole f- big... The, there's a if you you can you can dive into Wikipedia if you want to and read all about the feud between Mr. Bungle and Red Hot Chili Peppers and how mm. they Red Hot Chili Peppers didn't like that Mr. Bungle put out an album called California so close to Californication. Um, if you want to, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is nothing left to lose. The third Foo Fighters album, I think, mm-hmm. came out that year as well. But I've gone with the double album from Nine Inch Nails, The Fragile, their most beautiful oh. and textured and layered uh, work to date. 
Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, some, uh, video game time. There's quite a few good things this year. We had Silent Hill, the original Silent Hill, classic of mm-hmm. uh, Japanese horror. Shenmue. Shenmue is Shenmue is a mad thing. Shenmue is my favorite video game for quite a while. It's mm. yeah, Shenmue. Oh my god, who killed his dad? We'll uh, we'll never know. Crazy Taxi. The craziest taxi. <laughs> crazy taxi. I even played the crazy taxi. Exactly, crazy taxi took over the world. You had to get yeah. get them to the yeah crazy crazy taxi. Super Smash Brothers. The original Super Smash Brothers came out in N sixty four that year. For the first time ever, you could make a Mario punch a Pikachu in the face. Yeah. But uh, the, my favorite game of that year is the game that I always consider the transitional game for me personally from childhood to adulthood. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII. Oh. Because that year for Christmas I got the Action Man game. And I got Final Fantasy VIII, and I looked at Final Fantasy VIII, and I thought that game is too much. It's four discs, and there's a lot going on, and I'm just going to play Action Man. And then I finished Action Man in about twenty five minutes, and then I was like, "Well, I got to play Final Fantasy VIII now." And I played it until I understood it, and it's great, and it made me appreciate what else video games could be beyond just Action Man fighting. Um, what was the guy called? The bad guy, Doctor X or something? Mister X? I can't mm. remember. Anyway. Good stuff. Nice. 2000, the Millennium, the Millennium bug, Whip everything the millennium. crashed. It's everything all bad. Crashed. They built a big umbrella in London. Madness. Madness. Great films from 2000. Snatch, another Guy Ritchie film. Yeah, Very good one. Brad Pitt. Uh, Everyone loved to in- Brad- impersonate Brad Pitt for a good two years yes. in that movie. Yes, he's, he's amazing. Uh, Requiem for a Dream when uh, Jared Leto was okay he a wasn't crazy I've never seen and uh, maybe will never watch no you sh- well you I've watched once yeah. and that was enough and yeah. I still have like memories of that film in my head which mm. is insane not many films have done that to me I know Um, and then Memento great film really enjoyed it yep uh, Billy Elliot came out and I thought it was a really feel-good movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Uh, the Coen brother, Brothers film. Uh, American Psycho. Classic film. Mm. The Whole Nine Yards came out in, two, in two, the 2000s. And that is a great film. Chandler, get back on television. You don't belong Ex- in the cinema. Exactly. Best in Show, another film with Jennifer oh, Coolidge. Yeah. That film was so good. But I went, uh, my number one film. Ah, Chicken Run. Sorry, I forgot about Chicken Run. That's a never, great... never count out Chicken Run. Okay, never. never. Great, uh, great uh, Hardman's uh, animation uh, film. But I went, my number one film of that year is Battle Royale. Oh, good choice. Very I've good film. very nearly went with Battle Royale. It was it, but I didn't. But it's very, very good. Some that you didn't mention: uh, Unbreakable, the second M Night Shyamalan movie mm-hmm. uh, with Bruce oh. Willis, uh, where he finds out that he's un- he can't be broken. He's unbreakable. 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 Uh, and the the advent of the millennium was also the advent of the superhero movie in a big bad way because X Men came out that year and um, mm-hmm. is a bloody good time. Uh, you don't like it, but I've got a soft spot for Gladiator from that year as well. Big fun, silly movie. Um, yeah, almost famous. Mm-hmm. Is quite the thing. Yeah, and I, s- I need to watch it again. I only watched it once, and I wasn't. I wasn't really. No. Didn't really. I've only watched it once, and I. Yeah. 
I liked it. Mm. But I didn't love it, but I liked it. It's pretty good. Mm. Uh, and I almost picked Battle Royale as my favourite, but um, in the end, I went with American Psycho because um, it's such a good movie. The bit where Christine yeah. Bale's talking about Huey Lewis in the news and then he just goes crazy <laughs> with the axe on Paul. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> such a good film. Oh, so, and it's just so, so fu- you just laugh at moments that you're not supposed to be laughing. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny because it, it's so over the top. Mm. It, like it's so over the top. He's shoving dogs into cash machines and things. It's just too much. Um, but yeah, it's a film. It's a good film. What about music from that year? Music from this year, very interesting. Linkin Park, Hybrid Theory. Is yep. that their first album? Well, it at least is, it was the first album that I listened to. It's their debut album. Yes, um, Limp Biscuit, Chocolate Starfish, and the Hot Dog Flavoured Water. <laughs> I loved Limp Biscuit at the time. The only album I like of Coldplay, Parachute. Uh, I also had a physical copy of this, but I've gone for uh, Radiohead, Kid A, for my number one album. That's a good pick. I like Kid A. I nearly went for it, but because I went with OK Computer earlier, mm. I didn't pick it. But I think on some days I like Kid A more than OK Computer. Mm. but OK yeah. Computer was my favourite album of that year but not my favourite album of this year because it didn't come out this year mm. uh, what did come out this year is everything you said along with Daisies of the Galaxy by Eels a very good Eels album uh, Eminem brought out the Marshall Mavis LP one of the few yes. things of Eminem's that I'll happily go back and still listen to uh, Rated R from Queens of the Stone Age that year was huge uh, with the song about cocaine and things um, White Pony, Deftones, amazing album. Relationship of Command from At the Drive In. Uh, Stories from the City, Stories from the Sea. PJ Harvey, she won the Mercury Prize for that that year. Really good album. Renegades, the covers album from Age Against the Machine, the last thing they've really put out um, of any significance. But I went with um, Godspeed You, Black Emperor, and their absolute classic, Lift Your Skinny Fists Like Antennas to mm. Heaven. I adore that album. I've seen them live. I love them. I love that album. I think it's great. Everyone should listen to it. Yes. Mm. Uh, Video game-wise that year, very quickly, uh, Jackie Chan's Stuntmaster came out for the PlayStation, and I played that a lot. It's a bad game. Crash Bash came out, played that a lot. Bad game. Final Fantasy IX came out, played that a lot. Pretty good game until the end. Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, very good weird Zelda game. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, amazing game but i went mm. with a game that i played a lot of hours of a game that you may even have played i don't know but there's a good chance you have done and it's one of the biggest games ever probably the sims oh mm. i have played the sims yeah man 2000 was a big year the sims came out mm. 2001 many many movies 2001 many movies uh that came out this year oceans 11 <sighs> yes great film um american sweetheart really like that <laughs> sorry uh, i that? love that film uh it's a film with um julia roberts john cusack billy crystal Catherine zeta jones and it's about uh the it's like a love story it's like america's a sweethearts yeah what did i say you said american sweetheart america's sweetheart yes i've never seen it i still don't know what it is but yeah uh, it's just Sorry. it's just a love it's just a it's just a it's just a romantic comedy which I really love. Uh, Amelie came out in twenty in two thousand and one. Le Fatte Ignoranti, which I've spoken about uh, about in this on the podcast, uh, a film an Italian film 
directed by Ferzan Opstek. It tackles LGBTQ in uh, Italy in a time where, well, not in a different time because it's all the same still. Just mm. shit. Um, <laughs> uh, Legally Blonde, which is great. And you've watched it recently, haven't you? Legally Blonde, yes. And it's a yeah. good film. I like it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Moulin Rouge, fantastic film. Uh, and my number one is... Uh... Why have I not got... Uh, yeah, my number one... I've got a number one, but then I've got a little bit like... Yeah. So my number one is The Royal Tenenbaums, which I love. But also, Spirited Away came out it came out this year. And I love Spirited Away. Uh, so... Uh, it's just like... But I love The Royal Tenenbaum. Uh, and I do love Spirited Away. Uh, so... Uh, I think you mentioned most of the. Did you mention the Fellowship of the Ring came out that year? Uh, but I didn't put it as one of my. Yeah, right. I I love I love the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so, it's, it's yeah. good actually. Yeah. Very good film. I think um, I got so tainted by the Hobbit that I don't even consider them anymore, and I should. Well, that's crazy because I know I know I'm stand crazy, on their own. Yeah. They're perfect movies. I love the Fellowship yeah. of the Ring. Um, the others, uh, the the Nicole Kidman horror creepy house movie is like so good like really really good session nine um cult classic of today haunted house set in a kind of uh asylum setting the first would this was 2001 was the point in which we learned what a family was because the first fast and furious movie was released in 2001 <laughs> um sorry yeah Donnie Darko came out in 2001 mm. and is I love that film uh, Wet Hot American Summer very funny movie uh, Pulse uh, another one by um, the director from Cure and um, is the is the more well known of those movies and is, is very very good but I think I prefer Cure uh, The Devil's Backbone Guillermo del Toro um, incredible um, Spanish movie oh, set in Spain yeah um, but I've gone with uh, one of my favourite movies of all time um, the Classic David Lynch Mulholland Drive, a movie nice. that he set out to make a pilot episode of a TV sh- series. The TV series didn't get pick- picked up, so he restructured it and filmed a few new scenes to turn it into a movie and managed to make a movie that is now regarded as one of the best films of all time. And it wasn't even meant to be a film. Like, the genius of that man. The, the pure genius of that man. Mulholland Drive is so good. I, I adore it. Naomi Watts. Uh, music. Music. Very good year. We have uh, Travis, the Invisible Band. Mm-hmm. I've got, I know, but I've got a soft spot for Travis and I did go and see them on tour this year and see them perform this album. And yeah. Oh, do you mean, do you mean, sorry, you mean 2001? Yeah, 2001. Okay. Not this like, year. Like, In what? 2001. Yeah. Uh, and I went to see Travis, uh, my first concert by myself which was fun. Uh, Gorillas released Gorillas, uh, System of a Down, Toxicity, Radiohead, Amnesiac, uh, Daft Punk uh, released Discovery, but I'm going to be boring. Bjork released Vesper Time and that's a masterpiece. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just telling the truth. That's an incredible album. No, it it's is so good. Album. She is, whatever she released in those years for me they were just my soundtrack and I just yeah yeah oh. good pick 
It looks great. Um, yes. I've got a few that you didn't mention. There was a lot of music in 2001, like a lot of music. Um, Opeth put out Blackwater Park, a uh, classic um, metal album. I listened to to try and impress a girl. Didn't work, oh. but uh, mm. the album's good. You mentioned Discovery by Daft Punk, right? Yeah. Yeah, great album. Uh, Gorilla's original debut album, Mutter by Rammstein. Came out that year, one of their best yeah. albums. Asleep in the Back, Elbow's debut, hit in 2001 as well. Um, did you mention Blink-182? No. And they put out a really good album. It's called... What, which one? It's called Take Off Your Pants and <gasps> Jacket. Why did I put it down? Take yes. Take Off Your Pants I'd... and Jacket. Yes. Did you get it? Yes. Did you get it? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, Origin of Symmetry, the only Muse album that you would find me mentioning anywhere, but I think that is actually no Black Holes and Revelations is okay. Muse did a couple of good things, and Origin of Symmetry is one of them. Um, Iowa, Slipknot's second album came out that year. Toxicity, System of Down. I think you mentioned the Blueprint from Jay Z, uh, great album from him. Soul Jacker by Eels, their garage rock album. The first Tenacious D album came out that year uh, with Tribute, brilliant song. Uh, is this it? The Strokes, uh, huge album. What I've picked um, for this, my favourite album this year, is the Tool album, Lateralus. Massive, incredible album with Schism on it and other good songs. Yeah, love that album. Nice. Video game-wise, this is, we're getting into the big, big years of video games now and there's loads of good stuff, so I'm just going to name them very quickly. Grand Theft Auto 3, wow. Halo, Combat Evolved, oh my god. Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, Max Payne, Super Smash Bros. Melee, Ico, Final Fantasy X, Jack and Daxter, Pikmin, Advance Wars, Black and White, Luigi's Mansion, <laughs> Super Monkey Ball, and Wario Land 4, but I've gone with one of my top games ever, Came out this year. It's a perfect game. Silent Hill 2. The best horror game ever made. I love it. Absolutely adore it. Good stuff. Right, 2002. Go. Hit me. Movies. I don't have many films on 2002. I don't know why. Very strange. Um, Frida. Uh, the biopic by uh, of Frida Kahlo. Mm-hmm. Uh, played by Sama Hayek. Um, don't, don't judge. I'm not going to judge the artist. I'm going to judge the artist, but this is a good film. The Pianist, uh, directed by the infamous Roman Polanski. It's a great film. I know not directed by the best person, but it's a really good film mm-hmm. about um, the the story of a pianist that, that um, experiences is in Warsaw during the the war in uh, the Second World War uh, during Nazi occupation. Uh, Twenty four hour party people. Ah, oh, good film. Incredible film, but I've gone for my number one, uh, City of God. Ah, a film I've still the never Bra- seen. Yeah, film set in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Amazing film. You need to watch it. It's such a, it's such an incredible film. One one day I will. I will. I know. I know it's meant to be amazing. Um, some films you didn't mention: Panic Room, David Fincher's Panic Room. Uh, a lesser mm. Fincher movie, but um. You know, when you've got Jodie Foster and Chris, Chris, Kristen Stewart um, and Forrest Whitaker, like, it's a good movie. Jared Leto is in there as well, sadly, but it's a good film, uh, Panic Room, <laughs> better than it should be. He, he's not, he's, he hasn't always been bad, Jared. Yeah, I know. Uh, Dog Soldiers, uh, very good film. Werewolf movie, enjoyed that film. The Born Identity, Lilo and Stitch, uh, The Ring, 
Juon, The Grudge, the first Grudge movie. 28 Days Later, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Like, some good films, but I've gone with... A, I love this movie. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Tobey Maguire absolutely killed it. Will, Will, Willem Dafoe killed it as the Green Goblin. I love that film, Spider-Man. It's, it's, it stands up as well. I've watched it in the last couple of years, and it's just so, so good. What about music for that year? I've got lots of stuff. Music for this year, I have the Red Hot Chili Peppers, by the way. And by the way, in the next few years, I'm going to be very bad with music because I've had a moment of transition where I stopped listening to kind of new music and gone back to older music. So the next few years are going to be pretty bland. Because okay. um, I just moved to England uh, in 2002. And so it was a year, a few years of transition and trying mm. to figure out what I liked and and I think my only, I think my constant was my old music. So I just listened to that. But uh, I've got the Red Hot Chili Peppers, by the way. Uh, the Roots uh, came up with Phrenology. Uh, Sigur Ross Brackets. I don't know what you call it. Brackets? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the Brackets album. I know what you the mean. The Brackets album. And... Uh, the al- my number one is the album from the streets original pirate material yeah i thought you might pick that it's a pretty good choice it's i like it um <clears throat> i've gone with where have you got my list of things there we go uh boards of canada part of our album this year geo gaddy which is also worth a listen uh yankee hotel foxtrot by wilco is classic uh weezer put mm-hmm. out maladroit a really really good album the m&m show from m&m is really good from that year uh, Yashimi Battles the Pink Robots by the Flaming Lips. Um, I really like that album. It's a good album. Turn on the Bright Lights from Interpol. Uh, Songs for the Deaf, Queens of the Stone Age. Sea Change by Beck. Uh, but you've already mentioned the one that I picked for my favourite. By the way, Red Hot Chili Peppers. By the way. I really love that album. Really, really good album. Yeah, man. So good. Uh, game-wise... Grand Theft Auto Vice City, Splinter Cell, Metroid Prime, Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem, Super Mario Sunshine, The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker, Ratchet and Clank, Jet Set Radio Future, Hitman 2, Silent Assassin, Time Splitters 2, and Metroid Fusion. But I've picked for my favourite of that year the remake of Resident Evil. Uh, uh, and it's more than a, it's a grab from the ground up. They remade the entire game and it's the the way to this day it's still the way to play it and despite the fact it came out in 2002 it looks it still looks good to this day it's amazing what they did with that game uh yeah uh resident evil remake is so good 2003 movies 2003 movies i don't have many uh i've got finding nemo mm. thought it was Do you know i looked it- up recently and found out that finding nemo by some distance is the best-selling dvd of all time wow 38 million in- copies or something crazy it did look beautiful at the time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, you know, and it was right at the height of DVD. Yeah. 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 Um, Intourable Cruelty, great film. Uh, School of Rock, which stars one of our favourites, Mike White, and current favourites, but we, we do love Jack Black all the time. Uh, but my number one this year is Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Oh. Uh, on top of those, we've got Return of the King, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. We've got Lost in Translation, mm-hmm. uh, The Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, the actual good Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I haven't, I haven't watched that one. It's the first one. You not watched the first Pirates of the Caribbean? I haven't watched. 
any Pirates oh, of the Caribbean. All the others are terrible. That one genuinely is great. Hmm. Like a really fun, good time in the vein of like The Rock or something, you know, like the um the Nick Cage hmm. action films. It's like similar to those, but a pirate movie. It's, it's genuinely good. The Room, iconic bad film from Tommy Wiseau. I, I need to watch it, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lars von Trier's Dogville starring Nicole Kidman, which is an astonishing piece of work. I love that film. Mm. Um, X-Men 2 is so, so good. But I've gone with uh, Park Chan-wook's Old Boy. Yes. Yeah, so good. So, so good. Um, yes. I haven't seen the remake because it's meant to be bad, but Old Boy is <laughs> very good. Um... How about music? Music. I only have uh, a few, uh, uh, only a couple, actually. Uh, I've got The White Stripes, Elephant. Mm. And my, mm. my favourite is Amy Winehouse, Frank, her first album. Yeah, fair enough. She's, she is an icon. Um, there's, there's a few. Blink-182 put out their self-titled album this year, which is, is a re- it's got Miss You on it and a few other good songs. Jay-Z put out the Black Album, which he announced was his retirement album because he was never mm. going to make any more music. A, a lie. A, a weird lie what? to tell. Made an album three years later. Um, Dizzy Rascal's iconic Boy in the Corner came out in mm. that year. With the year we're talking about, which is 2003. Um, the Decline of British Sea Power by British Sea Power. Um, I, a band I've recently been getting into in a big way and I really love them. And that is their debut album is really, really good. Uh, they are now known as Sea Power and I respect the decision to move the remove the word British from their name. Um, <laughs> Deloused in the Comatorium from the Mars Volta. Uh, the Vertigo of Bliss, The Vertigo of Bliss by Biffy Clyro. Um, Meteora, Linkin Park's second album. <laughs> the debut album from Evanescence, Fallen, came out this year. Uh, which oh, meant yeah. everyone was going but I've gone with um, an album that I think too many people see as a bit of a joke because I think it is perfect I think it is wall-to-wall bangers by a band that I still like but they've never been able to quite follow up this album it's so good I saw them live two or three days ago and had a blast it okay. is the debut album uh, from the darkness. Yeah. Permission to land. I believe in a thing called love. Just in my heart. I believe in a thing called love. Yeah, that was a great album, actually. Yeah, because as well as that song, which obviously is great, you've also got Love on the Rocks with No Ice, yeah. Love is Only a Feeling, yeah. uh, Black Shook, Growing on Me. It's. An amazing album. I love Permission to Land. Um, and it's unfortunate that The Darkness sort of didn't quite manage to maintain that. Um, I remember really excitedly yeah. buying their second album, One Way Ticket to Hell and Back, a couple of years later, and it's not really good. But th- that song actually is good. But what I love the most is that Justin Hawkins, lead singer of The Darkness, and sort of national treasure, I think, mm. Had a couple of years that were quite difficult. You can see some old uh, interviews with him on like Jonathan Ross and stuff where he looks not that well and he had some documented drug problems and stuff like that. He's hmm. come out of this, the other side of all of that, and the rest of the band have come out of the other, other side of that, seemingly hmm. really happy with their position in the music industry of like, not really a one-hit wonder, but kind of they had this huge moment, they were massive, they headlined Leeds Festival, 
But now they seem really content to have like a fan base who enjoy them and they can tour every couple of years and put out an album every couple of years and like the mainstream isn't really going to pay attention to it, but their mm. fans enjoy it and they obviously enjoy performing to their fans. And I really like them. And Justin Hawkins has a YouTube channel called Justin Hawkins Rides Again where he reviews music and it's really delightful. And if you haven't watched his YouTube videos, I'd really recommend going to his channel and looking him up, ignoring the really clickbaity titles that his producer gives to his videos and just focusing on on um, mm. him because he, he his reactions to music are really kind of heartwarming and he's a really lovely guy. And um, yeah, the darkness are really good and people should give Yeah, that's a good chance. album. Yeah. I agree. Thank you. Hmm. Um, quite a few video games came out that year. We had The Simpsons Hit and Run, um, Max Payne 2, Tony Hawk's Underground, uh, which is notable mainly because the acronym for that game spells THUG. Um, <laughs> Mario Kart Double Dash, Manhunt, which made the Daily Mail absolutely lose their minds back in the day. Uh, Raymond Free, Rayman Free, sorry. True Crime Streets of LA, Jack 2, Silent Hill 3, Beyond Good and Evil, but I've picked Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, uh, a oh. really good, fun game with a probably bad movie adaptation starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, 2004, movie-wise. What do you got? What do you hit me with? 2004. So uh, there is Napoleon Dynamite, one of the weirdest <laughs> I hate I've ever seen. that film. Oh, I think it's really weirdly wonderful. strongly dislike it. Sorry, but it's oh. fine for you to like it. I just... That's fine. Anchorman, I love that film. Uh, Dead Man's Shoes. Uh, Life Aquatic by uh, my lovely Wes Anderson. Yeah. When is the new one coming out, by the way? Asteroid City. Soon, in the first half of this year, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mean Girls came out in 2004. Oh, what a great film. Yeah. Kill Bill Volume 2. Yep. Incredible. And sometimes mm-hmm. I wonder which one I prefer Kill Bill 1, Kill Bill 2, but then Kill It's Kill Bill 1, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Shaun of the Dead. Uh, Mastery, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, mm. but also an incredible film came out that year this year, which is amazing, and I could watch it over, over and over again. Is the Ghibli film Howl's Moving Castle? Oh. I just love this film. I've only seen half of it. <laughs> Why? Because the DVD I had uh, was was scratched, and I got uh. halfway through, and it stopped working, and I've never got around to um. Okay. I liked what I saw. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, good film. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you mentioned most of the ones. I Spider Man Two came out that year, which is even better than Spider Man. Um, the Dawn of the Dead remake, like weirdly, just coincidentally hit cinemas at the same time as Shaun of the Dead, um, mm. and is really good. Like the one Zack Snyder movie that I'll hold up as like a great movie. Primer. Um, micro budget weird time travel movie that um is worth watching. It's only like seventy minutes long. Really good film, but I've gone with um another sea change in horror. Oh, Saw came out in two thousand and four, and made everyone obsessed with cutting off feet and things. And it's my favorite movie of that year. <sighs> yeah, I haven't watched it. <laughs> no, I know you haven't watched it. Um. It's better than, it's more of a thriller than the sequels, which is sort of like, mm. the sequels revel in the violence and gore and things, and I'm fine with that, but Saw itself, the original Saw, is like a really low budget um, 
thriller in like it's almost in the vein of a film like Seven. It's attempting to be more like Seven than it's attempting to be a horror film. It just sort of ended up being um, starting a kind of torture porn uh, revolution. But yeah, I thought that was really weird after like just a little bit too much for me. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I remember there was a point in culture where like everyone was beyond obsessed with Napoleon Dynamite, and I remember watching it and being really deeply confused. It was like HMV turned into a Napoleon Dynamite t-shirt shop. Like mm. it was it was mad. Um but you know, if people like it that's cool, but I I didn't I, I didn't understand it. Yeah, it was we- like I said weirdly wonderful, you know. Sure. Yeah. Uh maybe I should more no, weird than wonderful, more, but I I I enjoyed it. But maybe maybe you like it now because I think it's weird enough for you to enjoy it because you enjoy weird things. I know, but it, it, it struck me as like, I remember at the time thinking it was like really hipsterish weirdness, like mm. weirdness for the sake of weirdness uh, without anything really to say. I found it really like, yeah, de- sort of detached, ironic weirdness. And I, I don't like that. Not, not for me. Mm. But no, you know, it's fine. It's all good. I mean, John Hedder's career has, in my opinion, validated me. But mm. anyway, anywho, mus- music let's go to music. Again, not very much choice uh, this year. I've got uh, the debut album from Scissor Sisters, which I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good. It's so fun, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, the um, Talkie Walkie by Air, but I had to go for again for what bands I went, uh, what an artist I went for before. Uh, the streets are grand and come for free. Good album. Those two albums are just incredible. So yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a big year for me. There's a lot of stuff I like that came out. Uh, Franz Ferdinand's debut came out in that year and was like, well, you're massive. I can't handle Franz Ferdinand. I can't. I I worked. I think I don't know what I I don't know. I couldn't. I can't handle Franz Ferdinand. It was insane. I think I worked somewhere that they kept playing it. It was everywhere. It was, it was, I think I worked in a, in a cafe and I'm pretty sure like all those, and that's why I couldn't handle new music at the, at the time because it was Fran Ferdinand Keen, the stro- it was just constant and I was just like, I can't do this. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, it's good album. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think it was just because I over listened to it. I might like it now. Uh, Kanye West put out his first album that year and whatever. Um, Modest Mouse, good news for people who love bad news, is phenomenal. Um, Slipknot's third album, Volume 3, The Subliminal Verses, was like, they were already hit big, but songs like Before I Forget and Duality, like I push my fingers into my eyes, like made them huge. My Chemical Romance, Free Cheers for Sweet Revenge, um, is, is a, you know, an amazing album, but they, would, they were only going to get bigger. Alter Bridges' first album, One Day Remains, uh, Rise Against, A Siren Song of the Counterculture, Arcade Fire's debut, Funeral, came out that year. Uh, Green Day, American Idiot, uh, obviously a huge album. Real Gone by Tom Waits is an album I really like. Uh, the EP Collision Course from Linkin Park and Jay-Z with Numb mm. slash Encore on it. Wow. But I've picked the debut album from supergroup Velvet Revolver featuring Scott Whelan from Stone Temple Pilots and Slash and Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses. Contraband which is great. It's a great album. Song Sliver is really, really good. Scott Whelan has really sadly uh, passed away due to um, quite serious problems with drugs. But um, yeah, that album stands as like a really amazing piece of work. Great with guitar work from Slash and really good vocals from Scott Whelan. And uh, I'm glad that we got it. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. Video game wise, 
Few Good Things, Half-Life 2, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Doom 3, Halo 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, Jack 3, Fable, Spider-Man 2, Burnout 3, Takedown, Cy- a game that I like because of the name of it more than anything else, PsyOps, colon, The Mindgate Conspiracy, um, Katamari Damacy, but my favourite game of that year was Hitman Contracts, uh, a very good entry in the Hitman franchise, where you could um, kill a big big fat man in a slaughterhouse, good stuff. Nice. Right, we we enter our final year that we're doing today, 2005. 2005. 2005. What have you gone with? Uh, Okay, so I've gone with uh, Sin City, great film that came out that year. We spoke about this, the film in the podcast before. During, I think we're talking about Bruce Willis or something. Um, And uh, a Japanese film called Pachigi. About the struggle of the uh, of Koreans in Japan, the forty year old virgin. I think it still has one of the funniest scenes where they actually wax Steve Carell. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I think that I just it's just so funny. Um, Harry Potter uh, and the Goblet of Fire. I really liked that. Film. Did you really like that? Yeah, shut up! Sorry. I really like that. <laughs> well, it's just funny the way you said it. I really like that film. I think it's really fun. Uh, I I like the fact that other people came from other places. I think it's a good film. Yeah, um, it, is a, it is. I agree. It's one of the best. Shut up. What it is? Whatever. Uh, v for Vendetta is a great film, but I went with Batman Begins. Ah, uh, yes. What a good film. What a yes. good start to that beautiful trilogy. Yeah, very good start to that beautiful trilogy. Um. Also, V for Vendetta, I've got down here. Hostel, which I, you, yep, I like it. <laughs> um, the Descent uh, is a really amazing Neil Marshall movie about a group of women that get trapped underground and they go caving and um, prehistoric proto-human people attack them and it's just great. Uh, Steven Spielberg's The War of the Worlds is um, not a masterpiece, but it's got some good spectacle stuff that he does so well in it. And... Um, out of Australia, one of the nastiest uh, movies you can watch, Wolf Creek. Um, oh. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty. It's a good film though, but oh my good lord! But I've gone with a film that came out in two thousand five, but wasn't available to watch in the UK or anywhere really outside of Japan until like two years ago, I think. So it's weird that it, it it's a weird that it's a two thousand five movie because it feels like a much newer film. But it's a sort of found footage horror film uh, called Neroi the Curse. And okay. um, even less than a, I think I've talked about it in the podcast before because I watched it since we started doing the podcast. Um, but it's not even found footage. It's like a fake documentary about people trying to find out what happened to this um, family and they crept involved in this curse and all this stuff. It's amazing. It's, it's an amazing film. It's genuinely one of my favourite films. Um, and it's it's crazy to me that it was made and just... 2020 was when it was available to watch on Shudder outside of um, outside of Japan. And the fact that mm. it's, it was sort of so unseen for 15 years sh- stuns me because it, it genuinely, it's as good as The Ring or Ringu. It's as good as Old Boy. It's as good as any of these other movies that became these huge cult films. But it just sat on a, sh- not sat on a shelf, I'm sure it was beloved by people that, you know, Japanese people that watched it, but it um, deserves wider recognition. Naroi, The Curse, amazing film. People should watch it. Neroy the Curse. No, Neroy the Curse. Nice. 
Yeah, music this year. Any? Did you enjoy any music this year? Uh, Gorillas, Demon Days. Yes. Uh, such a good album. It was big uh, as well, right? It was such so a massive big. thing. It was everywhere. Yeah. But it wasn't as annoying as Franz Ferdinand for some reason. Because it was wow. so varied, I think. Like each of the singles <laughs> yeah. were very different. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Daft Punk, uh, mm-hmm. Human After All. Mm. Uh, Block Party came out with Silent Alarm. And I actually bought the CD and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a good album. And, uh, but I think I'm going to go with Sigur Tack as my favorite with the BBC song on it. Yes, it's good. they ruined it really. <laughs> <laughs> I've kind of skipped that song now, but it's such a good album though. Yeah, it's just it's it just a perfect good. album, and uh, it's a shame they don't give us anything anymore. I know. Maybe one day we'll get more from them, but yeah, the yeah. Sigaros that's a good album. I've got also uh, LCD Sound Systems first album came out that year. Mm-hmm. Really good album. Um, the Mars Volta put out Francis the Mute. Kaiser Chiefs first album, which I don't listen to it today, but uh, I liked it at the time. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't believe I'll it. Believe I've never it. been this far away this from home. Um, Lily Allen was just a pretty good cover of that. Yeah. It was just a moment in time that people had weird hair in England and they were like... I don't know. There was this this time in England that everybody had like a little mullet and they had like these tiny jackets and skinny jeans and it was just yeah. a crazy time in England and I I wasn't fitting in at all. Crazy. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Beck put out Guero, good album. Uh, Open season from British Sea Power is is really good. From under the cork tree, Fallout Boy starting the boom in emo music and making people change those haircuts so that they swiped slightly to the side. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nine Inch Nails put out with Teeth that year, which is a great album. System of a Down hit with two albums, Mesmerize and Hypnotize. Uh, the piano centric White Stripes album Get Behind Me Satan came out that year. Uh, the Subways, a really good little rock band from the UK, put out Young Fraternity. Uh, the Darkness tried to, um, you know, hit big again with One Way Ticket to Hell, Hell and Back and didn't quite manage it, but it was. Good stuff on there. Some, some good songs there. Yeah. But my favourite album that year is the album that launched. It's not their debut album, but it's kind of their debut album in terms of like them sounding like you expect them to sound and being the most perfect thing that's ever existed. Alligator from The National was released in 2005. Oh. And there's no way that anything other than that is my favourite album of that year. Because that album, front to back, is perfect. Nice. It, it just is and video game wise Condemned Criminal Origins very good game Psychonauts God of War Shadow of the Colossus but it's hard to pick anything other than Resident Evil 4 because in a year where Resident Evil 4 is released it has to be the best game hmm yeah man the village the chainsaw so that's our Culture Book of Our Lives we've got up to 2005 um, so last time you told me to watch Sleepless in Seattle and I told you to watch Exodus 3 in the Mouth of Madness or Heat. Yeah. What about from this one, what would you like me to watch? Okay. Ah, oh, City of God. Ah, there we go then. Yep, City of God from my 2002. Good. For my On my part, you need to watch. You're not getting out of this one. Why are you saying? What do you expect? Because I'm scared. I'm scared. Mulholland Drive. 
Oh, no. Yes, yes. Why? No, I refuse. No, you can't refuse. I've watched so many films you made me watch. That's not true. It's true. I watch, I, I watch, I watch loads of films that you made me watch. I know it's good. This is why it's this is why this is a good podcast, and we need to keep be, having it be a good podcast. You got to watch Mulholland Drive. Okay. Fine. Yes. I will. Yes. I don't want to, but I will. Yeah, but have an open mind. Fine. I will. Oh. Uh. City of God. Yes. And Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. Okay, you got to watch Mulholland Drive and Heat. Okay. They're both quite long. But he's got Fine. a great big ass! <laughs> and you got your head uh, all the way up in it! Ah, wasn't that wonderful? That was such a fun discussion. I had a great time. I hope you did as well. Um, and Alex, did you have a good time? Great time, as always. Good. Um... So next time on the Culture Bucket podcast, it's going to be a culture catch-up special, and we're going to discuss some MyTube as well. Yes. Um, which is going to be cool. I can't wait for that, actually. Um, and uh, yeah, join us for that. Please go and rate and review us, buy us a coffee, etc. Links to all of those things are in the link tree, uh, which are in the show notes for this episode. Uh, so go and check that out. And yeah, we look forward to seeing you again next week. I love you very much, as does Alex. Love you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye